everyone. This is Moxie Moves Caregiver 911. So today I will be interviewing the amazing Makita Smith. So you're going to love this interview. It's filled with so many surprises. So let's get this party started. So Makita, tell me about yourself. Well, first, I have to say thank you for having me on your show. You know, I've been following you for years. I bought your product years ago. Yeah. Follow you and your, she was your grandmother. My grandmother. Yes, because while you were caretaking her, I was caretaking my mom. So we were on like a similar journey. So I feel yeah. like you and I bonded um, like psychically. <laughs> Okay, but now I forgot your question. What's your question? So just tell me a little bit about yourself, like um, a short little bio. <laughs> um, let me see. I'm a veteran publicist in the entertainment business. Um, I started, but I started pole dancing at the age of 50. And even though I'm a well-known publicist, once I started pole dancing, that just shocked and blew so many people away <laughs> that my my popularity level increased exponentially outside of the entertainment community because <laughs> <laughs> people were shocked by a black woman on the pole. So I started polling at the age of 50. I'm 61 now. I'm still polling. I still do aerial arts. I created a dance brand flying over 50 yeah. to motivate older women to um, re-engage and recapture their goddess and their inner sexy. I love it. Oh my gosh, I didn't know you were 61. I thought you were still in your 50s, honey. Oh, you look great. Oh, I was gonna say a bitch is old. <laughs> <laughs> You're not old. You're just 60, wisdom and fabulous. 61, a grandmama for real. <laughs> snaps, snaps, snaps. My friend that I poll with, she is 51. We 20 years apart. I'll be 32 this year. She'd be 52. I have and a daughter your that's age. That's my homie. <laughs> My, my youngest daughter is your age. So you're a baby. Oh, <laughs> I know you guys hit 30 and y'all think like, oh my God, I'm old. But, I, but I'm not mad because when I hit 30, I had a little mini crisis like, oh my God. But <laughs> now 30 is just like, y'all are fine. It's like 21 all over again. It really is. You'll realize it later. Right now, y'all be going through that crisis. So, oh my God, I'm 30. But yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go out the window. <laughs> so how did you get into pole dancing? Um, I got into pole dancing by kind of by accident. It wasn't like I planned to go get on the pole. <laughs> I was, I, my life had really imploded. It was um, <laughs> around 20, what was that? The real estate market and that world crash. Was that 20, 20, 2008? Um, 2008. Yeah, 2008. So between mm -hmm. 2008 and 8, 9, 10, 11, that whole period, I was literally like at the lowest, when I tell you the mm -hmm. lowest level I have been in my life, I lost everything. I lost all my properties. I lost my dog. I lost my cars. Oh my God. They walked out on me, didn't leave me no money, didn't say bye, bitch, just left. It was just drama. I was at the lowest point in my life and I really was suicidal, but I couldn't commit suicide because no. I had daughters because I had daughters 
because otherwise I wouldn't commit to it. Are we happy you didn't? Because we need you all here flying. Every day I would wake up and be like, Lord, why did I wake up? Why am I still here? It was it was like being in a bad movie. One day you have everything and the next day you have nothing. That's how I felt. But anyway, long story short, I was at this really low point in my life, met this fabulous woman. Her name was Makta, which is a derivative of my name, Makita. Met her in Hollywood, long story short. <clears throat> she was full of life. She was full of energy. She and, and she was just this fascinating being. She was like this angelic being. I met her when I was walking down the street in Hollywood. And I asked her what was her secret to life because talking to her, I never would have known she was in her 70s. I think she was 75 at the time. Wow. And she said, she was from England. She was here visiting. She said, yoga, darling. I started doing <laughs> yoga at the age of 40. It is the secret to youth forever. And I was like, yoga. And I was 50 at the time. I was like, shit, I got to go get in the yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch is dying over here. <laughs> I was like, let me go take a yoga class. I went and took a yoga class. That shit kicked my ass. I was like, I cannot do this for the next 20 years. We got to find something else. <laughs> so I found this Groupon. It was either Groupon or Living Social, one of these coupons on, on the <laughs> online. And it was a pole dancing. And it was so cheap. It was like three classes for 30 bucks or something. It was oh, yeah, that's cheap. Like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Now it was so cheap. Um, and I was like, I don't even know why I bought the Groupon. Like maybe I was just like, I don't even know why, but I bought the Groupon because it was just so cheap. And yeah. I was just like, fuck it, right? It was so cheap. But anyway, I bought the Groupon of Living Social, whatever it was, bought it, sat on it for like three to six months until it was about to expire. And I finally said, well, let me not lose my little bit of money. Let me go take this class. I was so nervous. I just remember being so nervous driving across town to go take this class because I'm a Capricorn and I'm just like, if we say we're going to do something, we got to at least do it. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to at least go take one of the three classes. I took that class and I got hooked. It was like crack cocaine. And that can get you hooked. <laughs> it was like what I realized later in life. The, I realized that pole studios are like healing temples for, for I'm going to say women, but you know, for everybody, but for right. me as a, as a woman, it, they're healing temples for women. So when I was in that studio taking that pole class, I didn't literally for that hour and 15 minutes or so, I did not think about any of the drama that was going on in my life. Like mm -hmm. the 24 hours a day, all I was was depressed. My man left. I don't have no money. I lost my badass house. Where's my dog? It's like these loops played mm -hmm. in my head. They just played in my head. When I was in that studio, the loop stopped playing. Mm -hmm. And it was like the most amazing thing. So when I finished that class, it was just like, oh my God, I didn't like the loop stopped. I got to yes. keep doing this class because it stops those crazy loops from playing in my brain. So being a Capricorn and obsessive compulsive, I threw myself into pole. I polled for that whole year by going online and finding different discounts for studios around. Different places. Oh, she was, and she I was, was obsessive. <laughs> because I'm self-employed and I don't have a nine to five job. Like most women back, this was back in the day, would take one class a week. Right. I was taking two or three classes a week, back-to-back -back classes. Because... 
I had to stop the, the voices in my brain was trying to kill me. So whatever I could do to keep those voices from, from trying to lay me down, I just got obsessed in it and I just threw myself in it and it empowered me. It gave me my mojo back. It gave me my strength back. Mojo. Started making me feel like a bad bitch again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that's how I got into pole. Pole. I, I say pole and meditation and prayer saved my life. Pole was part of part of the 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 ingredients that helped me save my life and gave me my mojo back. I love that so much because. Pole is a form of therapy for us. It helped me get through a breakup. I was in a relationship for like six years and it helped me through that tough time of like, you know, feeling lost because you like, when you connect to someone then something suddenly changed abruptly, you like, you know, what do I, you know, what do I do? And you you do have like crazy voice in your head and you need something. You lose your self-esteem. You don't Mm -hmm. feel sexy anymore. You don't feel like anybody's going to want you anymore. You just feel like you didn't mess up that situation. Usually it's not even our fault, but we feel like it's our fault. All of that, girl, all of that had me... I had stopped eating. I had lost so much weight. There was a rumor going around Hollywood, which I found out, I work in the entertainment business, I found out after that there was a rumor going around that I was on freaking crack that's how you much know, that's the first thing black people think when we lose weight. how much weight I has lost and I was like if them I, I'm starting to be cursing on you no, it's okay like it's so my business nobody else knew I couldn't even afford no damn crack if I wanted crack what the hell <laughs> crack costs money ain't nobody got no money for crack so anyway I was like that's the craziest freaking rumor people are freaking crazy I had stopped eating when I was living in my house with, with the man who at that time left me. That was before, right before I lost my house. Right. I literally could not go in my kitchen because I used to cook for him every day. Mm-hmm. So when he left and things started falling apart, I just, I upstairs in my bedroom, I just stayed upstairs in the bedroom. I didn't even want to go downstairs in the kitchen. I literally stopped eating. It's crazy. It's crazy how things can, like, you know, changes. We can be fine for women. And then, you know, when our world changes, we don't want to eat. We don't want to do nothing. But exactly. thank God, Paul was your temple to help you get out of that phone. And it, we never know what the next person on the other pole is going through. I know. And they may be going through something, but pole is, it gives you that sense of urethra. Like, it's amazing. You're for it. Like, oh. It's everything. Folks just don't. We can't. Folks who don't know, don't know. But they, they don't know. They gotta. They gotta get a taste of it. We try to tell them, but they don't. You don't know until you know. <laughs> so, well, so you already told me how pole changed your life. So I don't really have to ask that question because you just told me that. So we're gonna move on to the next question. Okay. What would you recommend pole to another older adult? Well, that's an interesting question because when I created Flying Over 50, Mm -hmm. I created Flying Over 50 to target older women. And my first initial thought was I wanted to teach older women how to poll. But what I found out was older women were too intimidated by the poll, too intimidated by the shoes, and were not did not have enough awareness in their body. Mm. Didn't think they had enough awareness in their body. So it was a big block. Right. So back in the day before low flow, the studio I used to train at taught an exotic dance class. And it was literally like 
stripper moves on the floor and it was it was exotic dance this was back like i said like 11 years ago before right. low flow got really popular <clears throat> and when i used to take that class first of all it's harder than it looks okay <laughs> yes it is it is hard i was still bad for like i remember going to a strip club a long time ago and there was a woman on stage and she didn't get on the pole and i remember in my mind saying well she ain't doing nothing <laughs> She ain't doing nothing. Why she ain't getting on the pole? I Zadik, oh, I said, oh, God, forgive me for thinking that woman wasn't doing nothing. Floor movement is a beast. Yes, it is. When I was in floor movement, the Zadik movement class, I was usually the oldest woman in the class. And yeah. I said, I wonder why there are more older women in this class because we need this kind of training. Mm -hmm. So when I created Flying Over 50, I targeted my flying over 50 classes as uh, exotic flow or exotic movement mm -hmm. or yoga infused exotic movement classes. So I could trick the older women to come into class because I used the word yoga, but I also used the word exotic. Yes. You're like, oh, okay, well, maybe I should go check it out. But what I found out was that when the women took my exotic movement classes, they got comfortable enough in their bodies and in their movement that then they were ready to go try out the pole. Mm -hmm. So I really think for some, not all older women, but for, for I would say like the average older woman who yeah. doesn't do a lot of movement or who's not athletic or who's not going to the gym, exotic flow, even though it's hard, you can still take it slow it's slow, easy moves, easier moves that you can learn. And once you get into your sexy, then you're going to be ready to elevate to something else. And then you can move to pole. So quite a few women who have, who have trained under me through my exotic movement classes actually ended up taking pole classes afterwards, after okay. like training with me for months. So I don't know, I would probably say it, it might be a lot to have, a, to have the average older woman jump on the pole. That's what I found. Now, I agree also. Yeah, it can it can be very intimidating. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to break some bones. I can't afford to break no bones at this age. Mm -hmm. So it can be intimidating adding a, the flow with the yoga and sexy movement because Stella want to get her groove back. I exactly. think it'll make it less intimidating and they yes. be willing to take the class. It's like starting at kindergarten and going up to first grade. Right. We're going to make it to the 12th. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next question for you would be, what is your favorite pole trick? You know, I don't know if I have thought about that question. I don't know if I have a favorite pole trick per se. Um, and the interesting thing about pole trick, I've been pole dancing and doing aerial arts for 11 years now. And so pole has gone through an evolution. Yeah. Of like it's so many dimensions to pole now. So I probably spent the first five to seven years of my mm -hmm. training intensely doing pole tricks. And then once low flow took cold, I threw myself into low flow and learning how to really just really dance and flow and entertain and move up and train other right. parts of my body. So now I'm going back to my pole tricks and pole tricks are a beast. Uh, yes. I am I am relearning like the okay, I still have pole tricks in my body vocabulary, but but you know with pole training, 
you can get like lazy about how you do your tricks until you I go agree. to a teacher who straightens you up. Mm -hmm. So I'm training now under, um, under a veteran uh, pole teacher and we are, I'm relearning the butterfly. I was doing my butterfly all wrong. Oh no. And baby, it is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes it is especially an extended butterfly oh my god like, oh my gosh and i can do an extended butterfly but i call it a ghetto extended butterfly <laughs> <laughs> i want to see it <laughs> so now i'm trying to learn to do the proper extended butterfly and the last class i took last week i came home and i was like i have forgot that when i trained pole i used to feel like i got run over a train every day <laughs> That feeling came back. I came home from class. I could not move. I had to take aspirin. I had to get on my crystal mat, turn the heat up on, on, on my crystal mat. I had to take a bath. I was just like, I forgot how hard pole tricks are. Yes. So I don't even know what my favorite pole trick anymore. Right now, I'm relearning the butterfly. So it would just have to be the butterfly. I have a perfect, I have a perfect I have a perfect butterfly, but now I'm trying to get the perfect extended butterfly. And these are all moves that I used to do like they were nothing. Yeah. So now here it is, like I'm coming back four or five years later trying to relearn them. Pole is just a journey. It definitely is definitely a journey. This past yeah. week, my friend had a sexy showcase at her studio in Virginia. Uh -huh. And um, I put together my routine. I did like three different combos and the rest was floor work. Uh -huh. And you know, when you're entertaining, Oh my gosh, you going an extra mile. Sunday, I felt dead. <laughs> Monday, today, I feel alive again. I was like, oh, I feel alive because yesterday I needed somebody's walker. <laughs> oh, girl, it is like, it makes you rethink your life. We are really crazy. That's why I say for, for, for older women, I wouldn't just tell older women just to jump straight in the pool. <laughs> After three or four classes, they're gonna be like, "Oh no, baby, no, I'm not built for this. <laughs> I'm not built for because I'm thinking I'm not built for it again. I'm like, I don't even know if I should be doing pole tricks again. But <laughs> online, there on on Instagram, there are some older women. They're so fabulous. They're in their seventies doing all the aerial pole tricks, and they motivate me. So I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta keep revisiting them so I never lose them. So in my seventies, I will still have them. Because they still doing pole tricks in their 70s. Yes. I just interviewed um, Greta yesterday. Greta, that's um, Greta is 71. Greta and, um, is. Yeah, she's living in California. And she like, she's done a lot of like championships. Yeah, she's amazing. She, she's not even from this planet. Yes. I've been like, Greta, I can't even do that. She's amazing. There's a couple of women on my um, Instagram. I don't, I can't think of their, their, their face, their Instagram names, but they're like 75, 76, 77 even. And I'm just like, Whew. so they motivate me. So yes, send me their pages. Like, <laughs> even though my body be like, Rich, what are you doing? I'm just like, shut up, body. There's an older Listen bitch. Up. <laughs> doing it so you just shut up and do what I tell you to do <laughs> so we're not going to scare y'all from taking pole but we just yeah. saying <laughs> it, it's a lot it's a lot exotic <laughs> movement is even a lot but exotic movement is a little easier I had my oldest my auntie came to one of my exotic movement classes she was 85 
and she loved it. Oh my God. Yeah, she loved it. It is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so exotic moving, you know, we take it slow, we move and, you know, we, we do easy, easier things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so my next question for you is, what would your 20-year-old self say to you now about, you know, you being active in the exotic community and pole dance community? What yeah. would you, what would your 20-year-old self say to That's you? That's interesting. When I used to do um, interviews, I used to say this a lot in interviews. If, if, if I had gone, so I used to go to tea readers and get my tarot cards done and all that back in the yeah. day. I say, if I had ever sat in front of a, a you know, a reader back in the day and she had told me, oh, in your 50s and 60s, you're going to be like internationally known for, for like stripper dance and flying on a pole and hanging off of hoops in the air. I would have told her to give me my money back. I would have been like, you are lying. That's a lie, like Maury. You don't know what you're talking about. I am not athletic. That ain't never gonna happen. <laughs> so I I never, ever, ever, no one could have ever, ever convinced me that that this would be my path, which brings me to the point that like you're never too old. No. Like life is a journey, not a destination, and you never know what's around the corner for you. You just Never know, honey, because I look at pictures of me in the air and I'd be like, that's not, that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. Like, it's crazy. It it's, is. It is amazing. It's some amazing stuff. We do amazing stuff as aerial artists and polars. And we inspire so many people and we don't even realize it. Like you get a message like, oh, you know, I've been watching you for this long and you helped me get through this by watching what you are doing. And I started trying new things. That's so true. Sometimes I really don't feel like posting on social media because I'm just tired, but I'll make myself post anyway. And whenever right. I get my most tired and I don't want to post and I'll post anyway, that's when I'll get the private message from somebody thanking me for that particular post. Uh, and I'll be like, see, that's why you just got to keep posting because you just don't know. No, you know? right. Vessel. We are vessels in terms of putting light out into the world. And you just can't stop shining your light. Even when you like get tired, you just can't. I agree wholeheartedly. I know after um my grandma passed, it was hard for me to like post anything. I didn't I'm care about different. social media. The only thing I was working on was poll points. Like I forgot about Moody because COVID had happened and I couldn't go to none of the facilities no more. Mm -hmm. So all I was focusing on was pole poise and like trying to invent new groups and everything and I was I felt so lost with her because without her mm -hmm. I didn't have my buddy to dance with and post routines and I I was lost for a long amount of time and I think really um this year I think I really just got back to myself last year I was doing stuff but mm -hmm. I didn't like fully feel like myself so I understand like when you like, and then when I started posting again, people were like, oh, wow, we missed your stuff. And when they see me and my niece posting now, they was like, that's grandma right there. She act just like your grandmother. And that's Minnie Gaga. Like this little girl is a mess. She, oh, wow. I have to go check her out. 50. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I was going to say the other thing we learned, um, because I care, I care took my mother as well. 
And it's like, it's, it's, it's how I want to explain it. Like their spirit is still with us. Yes. Yes. That's like, it's, I can't really explain, but I know, you know, but their spirit is still with us. Uh huh. They be sending us signs too. Yes, they do. <laughs> Yeah, I got so, to slow down uh, last week. What you say? Yes, like I don't know. They just send us signs. Like I'll reach for a pair of earrings, and it ends up being a pair of earrings from my mom. Like I'll just reach, and I'll be like, "Oh, mom, you want me to wear your earrings today? This wasn't the pair I was looking for, but okay, I'm gonna wear them today." Yes. <laughs> Little things like that. I I know you get messages. Yes, all the time. Guy got to be like, last week she told me slow down. I was doing too much. <laughs> so that's really, that's really the good part of it. Even though they're gone, they're still here. Yes. Yeah, and we have to keep, we have to keep planning for it. So I, I, I know exactly what you're saying when you just want to just shut it down, but we can't. And they wouldn't want us to shut it down. No. And I think what, what made it the worst is because I think, you know, I accepted her being gone, mm-hmm. but I think what made it the worst is because the pandemic came like, a, like my business had, like part of my business had to shut down and it was like, oh my God, I got to figure this out. Grandma's gone. Da, da, da. And I was just like, God, what you, what, what you doing? I was thinking about you this morning. Did, did, did she pass before the pandemic? No, during the pandemic. It was she May 2020. So I was just like, Oh, I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. That was- it was Memorial Day of um last year, and the crazy thing of, of the year before last. So it was crazy last year. My birthday was Memorial Day. It was so crazy. That's so crazy. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! She was your ride or die. My ride or die. You hear me? <laughs> she was. I used to watch her. You and her all the time. She yep. would tell me. I'll be getting ready to go to my friend Paul class. And I'm like, all right, grandma, I'll see you later. I'm about to go to Ruthie's house. She's like, oh, I'm coming with you. I never see her get ready so fast, get ready to get 10 minutes any other time. She always said, like, oh, I got to go to bed from being there for like 20 minutes. I was like, oh, oh, you ready to go in the pole, huh? That's so funny. I used to take my mom to my pole classes. Oh, I thought I turned this off. It's I all right. I had a dog barking the other day on my podcast. It's okay. Somebody buzzing the gate. Okay. I used to... um. I used to take my mom to my pole classes and my aerial classes. Oh, nice. so I tell you, I used to bond so much with watching with watching you and your grandmother. But my mom used to love the shoes. She used to look oh, at those shoes. shoes. Like, you going to put those shoes on and try to move in? And I'd be like, yeah, mom. <laughs> Did she ever put some on before? No, she just watched me in them. She didn't. I, I used to ask her, you want to try my She go like, no. <laughs> Look, you should have told. Just sit in the chair with more. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? So I really bonded the way the way you took her to classes and stuff because I was right there with you. I did all that with my mom. I love that. It's so important to have that bond. It's so yeah. important. A lot of people need to know. You know, when you create that type of bond, caregiving can be a little less stressful. Yeah, yeah, and caregiving caregiving is stressful. Yeah, child a lot that's a whole and dance I feel like polling and dancing gets us through the, it got me through caregiving mm-hmm. it, it, it was it really helped that, that that I had that practice to nurture myself because it's a lot taking care of someone it's a lot 
Yeah, having that outside outlet and a lot of caregivers don't realize you need an outside outlet. You can't be that one person 24-7. Exactly. You love one. Exactly. Exactly. That's when you start to go crazy. <laughs> That's if I went, if I hadn't pulled and learned the aerial arts while I was taking care of my mom, I'd have been, I would have been crazy. In a straight jacket. <laughs> yes, for real, for real. Yes. In, insane asylum. Our next question for you. What is your daily fitness and nutritional regimen? <clears throat> um I would say daily fitness. I try to move every day, even if it's just like 10 or 15 minutes of yoga. Mm-hmm. So I just try to get some movement every day, or at least go for a walk or move, move every day. Um, I would say part of my, I think important an important part of my fitness regimen is I do periodic fasting. I do intermittent fasting just on the regular without even thinking about it. But I take time out where I'll do anywhere from a three to a 30 day fast where I'm not eating and I'm just doing liquids. And I feel like that keeps me clear. It helps with euthanizing me. It raises my spiritual level and it, it keeps it, it, it helps with my overall fitness regimen. So I think fasting is really important. And then I don't know, every day I take um, I do take regular herbs and vitamins and superfoods. And I take so much stuff. People would think I'm they <laughs> people wouldn't even know. I take like I take concoctions, baby. <laughs> whipping it up in the kitchen <laughs> like concoctions i spent i spend money on on like herbal regimens like like women spend money on uh purses <laughs> <laughs> i don't buy purses <laughs> i buy herbal remedies honey <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but it's good we need to take care of our bodies because the person's not going to take care of you. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. I don't know. I always, in my, in, my, in my youth, I was like, I've gone through the vegan phase, the vegetarian phase. I've done all that in my, like, from, from 20 to, to my 40s. I was super duper health conscious because mm-hmm. I always wanted to, to reach, a, reach my elder age and, and be healthy. So I think that that has worked for me. By the time I turned 45, then I started eating meat. I was like, okay, I didn't sacrifice enough. I want to <laughs> eat what I want to eat. So I don't do junk food. I still eat very healthy, but I do eat meat when I feel like eating meat. Um, but I feel like I laid the foundation throughout my youth for health maintenance. And now it's paying off because now I'm 61 and I feel like I feel, I feel so blessed to feel so, to feel so super healthy, mm-hmm. but I, but i I know I can't just stop. So yeah, I don't, I don't buy expensive purses. I will spend $300 on a bottle of some herbal remedies. (laughs) (laughs) Health is wealth. (laughs) Health is wealth. It really is. It really is. That's, that's, I've always believed that. So I got all kinds of concoctions up in my little closet (laughs) over here. (laughs) My little medicine cabinet. Next time we got to do a pantry tour. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, really, I really have some amazing, some amazing stuff, girl. And you're going to be like, what, what? I got some great, I got some great stuff. I have uh, herbal doctors who I buy their stuff from and it's, it's amazing, amazing stuff. 
Like, what's the price tag on that? You know how people be talking about their Birkin bags and stuff like that. What's the price tag on that right there? <laughs> no, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy purses. I buy no. I buy herbs. I spend money on herbs. It's crazy, but I do. <laughs> My next question for you is: What was your most memorable moment in the pole dance community? Mm-hmm. That's a that one I can remember. My first mem- mo- most mem- most it's mem- sorry. Look, I've been getting tongue tied all the time. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> there, here in LA, um, there used to be this was this was years ago, maybe about eight, eight years, nine years ago, eight or nine. Um, there used to be these amateur pole nights at this club called Cheetahs. Cheetahs oh is a, Cheetahs is a bikini bar, regular like stripper bikini bar. So not total nudie, but bikini. And there was this woman in her, Amanda, I can't think of Amanda's last name, but she used to rent the club out on one Sunday a month and the and open it up to pole dancers. So mm-hmm. pole dancers to come to the club right. and have a stripper experience, you know, at, at this bikini bar. So right. like- so like we like it was called amateur pole night, and then like all all of your like the night I did it the 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 studio I was I was training at my home studio. All of those people came, my family came, oh my, my clients came. So you just invite your friends and family out. I my first performance, I was a nervous wreck before my performance. I was so nervous, but Aww. in I knew it was something I had to do. I had to dance publicly. And when I got on that stage, it was like a rite of passage and crossing over. And I lost all my nervousness and my full goddess just took over. And now I can perform anywhere. And that was, that was like my breakthrough, my breakthrough performance. That was the first time I ever performed. And it was like a major breakthrough. Were they allowed to tip at the showcase? Yeah, honey. Yes. yes. <laughs> look, look, I'm gonna show you all my tips from this weekend at the showcase. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, who knew it was so much better when dollars is raining all around you? That's a rush, honey. <laughs> That shit is the bomb bomb. So that, I know, right? <laughs> that that was my most memorable moment. Yeah. So I actually went back and did, I think I did her amateur showcase. I don't know if I did it one more time after that or two more times, but the next few times it was much easier for me. Yeah. Those showcases are the best. My friend, she does them at her studio once a year. And it was just this past Saturday. And it's just, a, you know, a different experience. It's only invite only. Nobody's allowed to record unless it's somebody just recording for you. But I I really love it that, you know, we get to embrace each other in that way. And you get to express yourself. It's like a safe haven. Yeah. High priestess temple gathering. (laughs) <laughs> your one night of being the exotic dancer <laughs> yeah, exactly. yep it's wonderful yes my next question for you how does your family feel about pole dancing um well I've been doing it for like 11 years now so they don't feel no kind of way they don't feel no- <laughs> how did they feel <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> back in the beginning I don't know I've always been like 
always, what's that, taking the rollers, travel. Like I used to wear dreadlocks when nobody was wearing dreads. I was vegetarian. So they know you always been outside the box. Yeah, I've always been a, like ahead of the ahead of people's thoughts. Yeah, catch up with me. By the time they was wearing dreads, I was on to something else. <laughs> so it's like I've always been like going around the curve before everybody else. So when I started pole dancing, I'm sure they raised their eyebrows, but they were just like, "Okay, here she goes." I think for my daughters, I don't know. My daughters know they got a wild woman for a mom. So in the beginning. <laughs> They was just like, you know, that's mom. <laughs> what we going to do? <laughs> what we going to do? <laughs> what we going to do? We can't tell her what to do. She's the mom. So whatever. <laughs> but now it's like 11 years later. It just seems it's it's like it, it just seems normal now. It's very normalized now. Yeah. Day, it was probably a little bit like, oh, God, here she goes again. <laughs> but now it's just like, oh, yeah, that's mom. She's a pole dancer. <laughs> Do they pole dance? Mm-hmm. Do your daughters pole dance? No, they say that that I keep I keep trying not to curse. They say that, <laughs> that is very hard, and they are not <laughs> doing it, and they think I'm crazy because it's so hard. They like ah uh-uh, ma. <laughs> they like no, that's climbing up. No, 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 that that looks way too hard. We're we're good. <laughs> a lot of work. They know it's a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> My next question is, what piece of advice would you give a beginner pole dancer? To not give up. Because it's so easy. You go, you come home, beat up. I remember when there was <laughs> one club, there was one studio I was at back in the day. This was like 10 years ago when I had first started. And I was the oldest person in the class. And that teacher ran through three tricks. And I couldn't do any of them. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to cry. I came home and literally cried. And I was like, fuck that shit. I'm not going back to class no right. more. Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> they got me twisted. <laughs> they got me twisted. I ain't going back. Shit. I mean, I cried. It was that shit was so hard. I bet. And then I was just like, shit we got to go back and then I went back and I just kept going back and I and and, you know you just can't give up like you can talk yourself through it and be like yeah we gonna give up and stay in that frequency for a minute or overnight or whatever but then you just got to keep it pushing just there is a prize there is light at the end of the tunnel you have to keep going just don't give up and if you do give up because maybe pole just isn't for you then find something else that's your passion but whatever your passion is like even when it gets hard you can't give up you gotta keep pushing through you gotta keep pushing through <laughs> that's the hardest part girl you know that it's hard yes oh my god when you be trying to do a trick on the opposite side you be like i cannot push through this, this is not my bruises all over your body just last week I was like I ain't going back to learn no more tricks <laughs> I'm too old and I was like shut up you just gonna I figured out what I'm gonna do I'm gonna take Aspen before the class <laughs> and be so, fine later so the Aspen will have kicked in by the time the class is over and I'll be okay girl I was like around my house like this oh my god I'm at the sing your walker over there like, oh, 
if I could just make it to my bed. Oh gosh, I was in so much pain. Then I took the aspirins. I was like, okay, we gonna live. We gonna be all right. You <laughs> gotta keep going. But it's crazy. It makes us so much stronger. But the day, that night, and then the next day, we'd be like, whoo. But then, you know, two days after, we're fine. Two days after, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back and do it again. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> no osteoporosis. We'd be fine. Our bones nice and strong. We don't get that. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Right? <laughs> I'm surprised I said that word right, because I usually get tongue twisted. <laughs> <laughs> My last question for you is, how should others embrace getting older? Oh, I think the operative word in that is embrace. Mm-hmm. So you just have to embrace it. You can't run from it. You can't negate it. You can't be mad about it. Yes, because you're going to be mad forever. <laughs> you're going to be mad forever. And it's really a blessing because some people don't even get a chance to get older. No. So you really just have to embrace it and make the best of it. And it really is a blessing. You know, young people got it so twisted. I went viral like about three or four weeks ago. And <laughs> some of the comments from some of the young people just made me want to reach through the computer and snatch their asses. <laughs> I ain't going to cuss. No, it's all right. Listen, I'm just going to put in the in the description. Um, caution. A little bit of adult language. <laughs> I, always people, I always tell people I am highly spiritual and I am a goddess. But I tell people I was a gangster before I'm a goddess. <laughs> Now I'm a gangster goddess. And in this world, you got to keep your gangster because people will run over you. Okay. They got goddess. <laughs> goddesses were gangsters. When you and I've studied goddesses, they couldn't be goddesses without being gangsters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but them little young people and they little stupid ass comments. I just, I was just like, they, I said, I just have to bless them because they don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. They just don't have a clue. So it's just like, you want to vilify being old, but do you think you're going to be young forever? Right. You, I mean, like literally, you're not going to be young forever. And even if you, and if you're blessed enough to make it to an older age, are you going to be viral and healthy and moving when you're in that older age? Are you going to be, you know, humped over and, and can barely walk? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, they say youth is wasted on the youth. And yes, it is. <laughs> and now you got me what? Now I'm going to be looking for this video with all these comments. Oh, girl. <laughs> There's a video of me for my, for my 61st birthday. And it was a reel. And I had no intention. It was just, I post all the time. But the reel went viral. And then all the, all the other sites picked it up. I started to reshare. The resharing things. So it went like crazy, crazy viral. And so on a lot of those other sites, like the people just like they just went in on me. You know, like they, they be like, so evil, evil. People just they so evil. If somebody was like, I wish my grandmother would put on heels and eyelashes and get on a pole and post it. I'd whoop her ass. I was like, how you gonna whoop? I want to be like, how you gonna whoop your grandmama's ass? Tell them I'm from California. I know where Compton is. We come out on y'all. Okay? Like, y'all, got, y'all got me twisted. But then I said, let me just stop reading these comments because they're going to raise they my They make blood. you mad. They're going to raise my blood. I just say, bless them. I pity the fools. Like, <laughs> also, like, 
just take the sage stick around those comments. <laughs> yeah, take the sage stick. Yeah, I did. I had to list like, let it all go. But yeah, you have to embrace getting older. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? That, that's really the bottom line. And it's the, you use the perfect word, embrace. You have to embrace it. I think it's, it's so important. And it's so crazy. I think I know what video you're talking about now, because my aunt, um, she's in her 50s. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Misha, I need to get on the pole now. And she showed me. I was like, oh, I know her. Like, I said, I know her. Like, I had on that white robe. And I, I said, yes. She's like, I need to step my game up. I was like, I love her. Like I said, we talked a few times on social media. Yep. It's crazy. Probably crazy. I, I shocked. I shocked their nervous systems. <laughs> I love it. So, lastly, what I need you to do for me is tell everyone how they can find you on social media. If it's email, any way you want people to be able to find you. Probably the best way for my dance brand is Flying Over 50. I'm Flying Over 50 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Flying Over 50 at Gmail if you need to reach me. Um, my website is flyingover50.com. So flying, fly, flying Over 550, Flying Over 50, Flying Over 50. I love it. Thank you so much for this lovely interview. I can't wait to share this interview. By the time you all see this interview, it will be the second week of April. I'm so excited. Thank you and bless you. And I enjoyed chatting with you. I followed you for years. So this was wonderful. I used to send you interview, interview. Yes, yes. As I I remember now for caretaking. Yes. Such a special soul. Thank you. I appreciate you. I still go to different. I'm going to stop the recording now. Hold on. I still 